Hi, and welcome back to Bird is a Word podcast. So sorry that I didn't get to do the episode with my sister, but fear not because it is coming. Um, she is actually on a cruise right now with my whole family who abandoned me and left me. Um, just kidding. <laughs> but um, they, uh, yeah, so that weekend that I was going to do it with her, she had just came over really quickly and had a lot of stuff to do to get ready still so we postponed it but as soon as she gets back we will be doing it and I'm going to save the story of Moses for y'all for that but anyways uh it is Wednesday and I'm a little late this week um I went out of town again this weekend I just can't stay put but here I am I'm back with another story and I'm very excited uh to talk about this one kind of skipping around a little bit we're going to talk about uh somebody totally different from like the beginning of the bible um i mean it actually is in the early segments of the bible so yeah same thing um but yeah very excited to be here thank you so much for listening and um thank you guys for eagerly eagerly waiting um that means a lot to me i love getting messages that you guys are waiting or you're expecting a story so i'm excited i'm excited to be here and um let's get into it we are going to talk about ruth today um and her story is literally a love story in all aspects of love i mean it's a it's a story about family it's a story about loyalty it's a story about favor and it's so beautiful and i don't know if you guys are familiar with ruth's story i wasn't Um, you know, I even had a scripture from the book of Ruth read at my wedding and I didn't even know her story. That's, you know, isn't that funny? Like we know these names, but like, we don't even know who these people are. We don't know the story. We don't know what actually happened. Maybe I'm talking about myself. I don't know. Again, I was, I was raised in a church and like, there's so much that I didn't know. And I'm like pulling this from the Bible and it's so beautiful. Reading the Bible is such a beautiful experience for me. Like, I'm obsessed and you know I what I'm learning just so far in the Old Testament as awful as some of these things are is like our paths and the people that are put in our paths are put in our paths for a reason um and I feel like all of y'all who are listening to me were put in my path and I was put in yours for a reason you know we all have testimony we all have stories um and you know I kind of want to talk just really quickly about somebody in my life that's really special to me and actually we have the same name her name is Brittany too and I actually met her at work and we officed together for a very long time I, I think like a full year uh, we officed together and um, you know you have co-workers and you have friends and you don't expect to have a bond like a really strong bond you know what I mean like you in work, you got to keep things professional. You got to, you know, keep it moving. You can't be distracted. But me and this other Brittany, like we bonded so much and we have such a healthy, close relationship. Like I am truly connected to her spiritually. I mean, she is a beautiful person and I'm thinking about her right now because I'm talking about people put in your path for a reason. And I truly believe that the Lord put her in my life for a reason because even though we don't office together anymore we still work together and it is a joy to reconnect with her all the time and she is just such a pillar in my life um I don't even think she knows that and and if she's listening now she does (laughs) um 
And so she's just one of those really special people in my life. Like I said, you know, I didn't expect for our relationship to be what it is today and what it will continue to be. And um, I'm going to dedicate this story about Ruth to her because um, I feel like it resonates so much with her and um, her importance in my life. So yeah, Brittany, if you're listening, I'm dedicating this story to you, (laughs) this episode. (laughs) Anyway, so let's get into it. Sorry about my rant. Um, so Ruth, uh, let, let's hold on. Ruth has her own book in the Bible. Let's talk about it because remember what I told you guys, you know, Old Testament women in the Bible, you know, women were held to a different standard. You know, men were much more superior in these days, but my girl Ruth has her own book in the Bible. I'm obsessed. That says a lot. And when you hear the story of Ruth, you understand why. I mean, she deserves it. I'm not going to lie. There's a few other women we're going to talk about in the Bible that I feel also deserve a book. But it's fine. You know, we, we, we're, we're good with Ruth. So let's let's go. So Ruth, um, she married Malone. And I believe in Hebrew it's pronounced Malone. But, you know, I'm not Hebrew. So we're just going to say Malone. I like the name Malone. It's really cute. And it's actually spelled M-A-H-L-O-N. So she was married to Malone and he actually had fled from Judea um, due to a famine. And, um, you know, Ruth had fled with him. So here they are um, married. And um, sadly, he ends up passing away, um, which was very common back then. And in the Bible, they don't specify how Malone dies, but he ends up dying. And as crazy as it sounds, uh, Malone's father, who is Ruth's father-in-law, ends up dying as well. And Malone's brother, who is her brother-in-law, ends up dying as well. So three, you know, very important men in her life have passed away. And all she has left from Malone is her sister-in-law, who is Orpah, and her mother-in-law, Naomi. So they, you know, let's keep in mind these all three of these women lost their significant others. I mean, the heartache, the loneliness. I mean, Ruth and Malone literally fled Judea. So, you know, she left all her family behind to be with this man and, you know, to build their own life and their own future together. So let, you know, let's just let that sink in for a little bit because it's very important, you know, to know. Um, So again, they're all three, you know, widowed women. I mean, all they really have is each other. And um, literally just them three. There's, there's no other relatives in this land with them. Um, so Naomi encouraged both of her daughter-in-laws to go back to their homeland to start over because they're still so young that they can get married and have more babies. And don't forget, babies are monumental. Babies are the goal, you know, keep it moving. So she, Naomi is like, Hey girls, y'all need to go get y'all's lives. Don't worry about me. You know, I want, I want the best for y'all. Um, there's Naomi being a, not just a mother, a mother-in-law to these young women. Um, and so Orpah's like, okay, hey, bye, I'm out. So she goes to her, <laughs> back to her homeland. Um, and Ruth said, no, Ruth said, I think I'm going to stick with you. Um, and decides to stay with her mother-in-law, um, and travel back to her mother-in-law's land. Um, and so I think about this from my perspective and I'm like, I love my mother-in-law so much. And if something happened to Adam, like I would want to be there for her too, because you know, this is 
not only my, it would not just be my loss. It would be her loss too. And so I'm thinking, you know, Ruth was like, oh my God, like I can't leave her. Like I love her. She's been a mom to me. Like they had to have had a really close relationship and they're family. And so again, if you have a mother-in-law that you love, if you don't just be quiet, I'm very lucky that I do. I absolutely adore her and she is a wonderful mom. But if something were to happen to my husband, I mean, it would be devastating for her too. And I can't imagine just, you know, uprooting and leaving like, okay, bye, Joanne. Good luck. I I just can't imagine that. So I see myself in Ruth when, you know, she made this move. So she decides to travel with her mother-in-law again. She could have started over and, you know, moved on with her life. But she was like, no, you know what? This lady's kind of old. I'm not going to leave her on her own. (laughs) I'm going to keep it going, you know. I'm going to go with her. You know, she was faithful. She was loyal because at the end of the day, they were family, you know. I mean, that was her family. I we don't get details on these relationships, but on this decision alone, I get a sense of like loyalty. I get a sense of like, I love you and we're both mourning. Like, let's, let's do this together. I'm not just going to leave you. <laughs> Orpa said, bye girl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which that name Orpa, by the way, is actually where Oprah, you know, famous Oprah, that's where her name came from. Um, they just kind of reconstructed it, moved the letters around and gave us some cute. So anyways, they, you know, Ruth and Naomi, they go to Bethlehem together. Oh my God, Bethlehem. Do we know the significance of Bethlehem or do we not? Um, Because Bethlehem is where Jesus Christ was born and it's a very important place in the Bible. And just seeing it in the Bible, I'm like, oh my God, I know that name. (laughs) So, um, you know, it's also really crazy because the Bible really focuses a lot on what I've read you know, so far in the Old Testament on biological family. And it's very, they're very adamant on, you know, your biological family, your daughters, your sons, you know, that thing. So again, another reason why this, you know, stands out is like Ruth is very bold in like, you know, yeah, they're family, but they're not biological. You know what I mean? How many of us have family that's not actually family, but you know, biologically, but we still consider them family. Uh, hello, we all do. Like I said, Adam's family is not my biological family, but I mean, his sister's my sister. His mom is my mom. You get it. So they get to Bethlehem and they are considered immigrants. You know, they're in a new country. They don't know anybody. They, you know, Naomi's very old. I'm sure she has some relatives there, but you know, most of her people have probably passed. We don't get any details. We just get that they are immigrants. And Ruth starts working and doing, you know, a lot of the same, you know, jobs that the poor women were doing. Um, like, you know, reeking up barley, stuff like that. Things that were kind of just lower level duties. But she did it. You know, she was like, I'm here. You know, I'm, I'm going to see this through. And I'm going to stick with my mother-in-law. And so there she is. Um, at this point, we're introduced to Boaz, and um, Boaz was a very healthy, uh, a very healthy, oh my god, yeah, I hope he was healthy, a very wealthy landowner, um, and he was actually related to Naomi, they don't, the Bible does not, who is they? <laughs> the Bible does not specify how they're related, but he is a relative of Naomi, and if you guys don't remember, um, in the, you know, back in those days if your husband died your brother his brother was entitled to you so let's just keep that little concept in our heads um so Boaz actually heard of Ruth you know Ruth was a talk of the town because of what she did because of how she followed her mother-in-law to this land so Boaz along with everyone else 
um, was very impressed and just intrigued at this act of kindness that um, Ruth, you know, displayed by sticking with her mother-in-law and like literally just starting over in this foreign place. Um, so, you know, again, she could have very well went back to her own family, you know, people that knew her where she wouldn't be considered an immigrant and started over. But again, this was viewed as such a like selfless thing that she did. Um, so Boaz, again, he was wealthy and he ended up promoting her and giving her a little bit more of like a high level job, um, which meant that like during work, she could have like water and stuff like that, like just you know, gave her a more elevated position in her, you know, poor people work, I guess you could say. Um, and she asked him why he did that. And he told her because what you did was so kind. Um, so, you know, her act of kindness and in being loyal to her mother-in-law, um, and sticking with her, you know, got her an elevated position again. She started over and I'm imagining she didn't have high expectations for her new life. You know, she went in knowing what she was getting herself into and here she is you know getting promoted by this man um he actually says may the lord repay you for what you have done and you know it's one of those things again where i remember learning in church like you will be blessed as you bless others and this is one of those situations in the bible where you know she was a blessing to stay and stick with her mother-in-law and now she is receiving a blessing okay and this blessing doesn't seem like you know much i'm just you know it's not like you're taking me out of work it's not like you're making me rich you're just giving me a promotion fine i'll take it (laughs) i'm just saying you know beggars can't be choosers but it's still a blessing you know what i mean And, and it's a good example of like look god's not gonna you know god's not gonna make you on top of the world but god's gonna bless you And slowly but surely, you will get to your peak destination, right? So that's another good concept to think about in this story. Um, And so Naomi over here, mother-in-law, she's like, she starts getting the idea. She's like, oh my God, you and Boaz, boom. He's one of my relatives. It's perfect. Y'all need to get married. And, you know, Ruth, it doesn't really have, the Bible doesn't say her reaction, but I'm assuming she was open to it. However, they knew that he had to consent to it because he was a man, you know, different stature, different position. Um, So, you know, Naomi's over here plotting in the corner, you know, here she is trying to get her daughter-in-law married because we want babies at the end of the day. Um, I mean, Naomi marrying someone like Boaz would be monumental for her. You know what I mean? She was an immigrant. She had nothing. And he was a very wealthy landowner. So again, this would be life-changing for her if she married this man. He'd take her out the hood. Just kidding. But, you know, I'm imagining she's not going to have to work anymore. (laughs) Ultimate goals, right? (laughs) So there is this scene where I believe um, Naomi had kind of inspired Ruth to do this. And Boaz is basically sleeping. He's on the floor with a bunch of his guys. And it was after harvest. So after harvest, um, we're assuming, we can assume that, you know, it was, you know, harvesting was a big deal back then. So I'm sure they was having some drinks, celebrating, and they're all sleeping together. I don't want to say that they was lit because <laughs> they probably weren't. However, you know, during a time of harvest, it was a moment of celebration. And I'm sure that that's why they were all sleeping together on the floor, him and his guys. Um, And so Ruth goes in there 
and um, he's asleep and she curls up at his feet and waits for him to wake up. And doing something like this is such a love symbol because not only, you know, is she respecting his, you know, title, his, you know, respecting that he is a man, he is a little bit more superior by not laying next to him, not smothering him. She's at his feet, which, you know, displays her respect for him and her love and compassion towards him as a human being um so she's curled up at his feet she waits for him to wake up i don't know what this girl was thinking while this is happening i'm like um were you scared were you anxious or were you at peace you know knowing that this man was so kind to you um you know i don't i would i want to know what she was thinking during this time because i mean what's this man gonna do when he wakes up and sees me at his feet like i'd be like oh my god he's gonna throw me out my promotion is gone but i don't know what ruth was thinking you know i i got questions (laughs) but anyways um he wakes up and you know sees her down there at his feet and you know he was already so inspired by her kindness this was just the cherry on top we could already tell that he was fond of of Ruth, you know, he had already shown favor in her and in, in, you know, the way of promotion and her doing this, you know, he was probably even more in awe of her as a person. And, um, you know, he wanted to marry her at this point. He was like, you know what? You're the one for me. <laughs> but, um, there was actually another relative, an unnamed relative here in this story, of Naomi, the mother-in-law, who actually had first rights to Ruth, and, um, you know, he just randomly shows up in this story, and he's like, hey, I'm here to collect my woman, you know, and I know it sounds terrible, but that's really how it was, and so, um, Boaz is like, uh, look, let me give you this land, and, um, exchange for you just getting out of here and letting me marry this woman. And this unknown relative is like, uh, no, I want to marry her. But then we don't really hear how this relative goes away, but he's just gone. The Bible doesn't say, you know, what happened with him, but, um, yeah, Boaz and Ruth end up getting married and it's just like, wow. You know, she did something so selfless. She did something so kind, you know, instead of like deserting her family and starting all over, she stuck with it, with her mother-in-law. And, you know, we can all see ourselves in Ruth because when it comes to people we love, we are loyal. You know what I mean? Like, again, I'm thinking about my mother-in-law and I'm like, I would never just leave her like that. You know, if something happened and and I'm sure she'd encourage me to at some point, but I would never, I, I just, I couldn't, you know, you are loyal to those that you love just like Ruth and this was seriously a love story in the Bible and um, we see God's love through her because God showed favor in her life because of what she did because she was such a blessing imagine Naomi's feeling she's like I don't have to do this alone oh my god you know what I mean and then you think about her husband Malone and I'm like what would he have wanted you know and that's the same thing that I think if something were to happen to Adam like what would Adam want he would not want me to leave his mother just deserted you know what I mean and that you know could too be what it was one of the biggest questions in this story is what made Ruth decide to stick with her and so all of the reasons that we can imply and come up with in our head just lead to loyalty um you know and it's just like 
one of those situations where you wonder what someone's really thinking. You know, how many times where you're like, oh my God, did she really mean that? You know, somebody tells you something, you're like, oh my God, did she really mean that? And you, you know, you'll never know. It's the same thing with Ruth. Like, we don't know why she did that. Um, but God sees her heart, just like God sees our hearts. And if we remain loyal and lo- to those that we love, you know, God will bless us just like he blessed Ruth. Um, he took her out the hood, baby. She married up wealthy little Ruth and she deserved it. You know what? She pulled up to Bethlehem and she was like, I'm going to do my time. You know what I mean? I'm going to start at the bottom. I'll work my way up. And it's just like so selfless of her. And so, you know, this man, Boaz, he saw that and everybody saw it in her. Everybody knew her story, her and Naomi, what happened to them, where they came from. And it was so beautiful for them to display that kind of love on her. Not only was she a woman, she was an immigrant. And again, all odds were against her. But when you're following the Lord, you have God in your life and you display his love and affection and his loyalty in your own life, beautiful things are on the way. And that is the message to take from Ruth's story, you know, a love story. At the end of the day, we can sit here and talk about all these stories and all of the ways that God wants us to be, but it all boils down to one thing and that's love for one another. You know, for people that love us and do for us and people that we remain loyal to, you know, when you are loyal to somebody, it's such a beautiful, big thing. It's a very big thing. And, um, you know, what Ruth did staying loyal to her mother-in-law, Naomi, was it was big. And look at where it got her. I'm just like, I love it. You know, I think we can all see ourselves in Ruth. You know, we all have that one person in our life or those people in our life that are not biologically our family, like my good old friend who's also named Brittany. You know what I mean? And and um, those people that aren't your family, but you love them and you feel that sense of loyalty towards them. And you think to yourself like, man, if something were to happen to them or if they needed me, I'd be right there. And those are attributes from God. And always know that when you feel that way about somebody that is God within you and God's love pouring into that other person um so yeah that is a message for today I hope you guys liked that story about Ruth um again this girl has her own book in the bible we live for that let's all name our daughters Ruth right um (laughs) so yeah we are gonna get into a few I'm gonna talk about a lot of women in the Bible. I'm going to talk about all the women in the Bible because I want y'all to know that yes, they were a little bit different in those times, but they all have a story and they matter. So we will be bouncing back and forth between, you know, different stories in in the Bible, but just know I'm going to give every woman in the Bible the attention that they deserve. Um, So yeah, I hope y'all have a great Wednesday and I will see you guys tomorrow with another story. Bye.